state of the franchise, Tampa Bay Bucks. What's up, sports family? It's time to kind of check in. We five games into the season, and we want to give you a little our perspective on the state of the franchise. The last episode, we talked about the 49ers. Now it's time to talk about my Bucks, baby. So, Jamal, say what's up to the sports family. What's going on, sports family? I'm a little bitter over here. So <laughs> bear with me. Guys. Yeah, he is. It's, you know, he... he you know, you saw the, the the FDA came out and said you gotta have less salt in your diet. Well, Jamal's over there real salty right now. He, you know, he he needs to follow their guidelines. But state of the franchise was the Tampa Bay Bucks, man. I it's it's tough for me to say this because you know defending your championship is we all know it's hard. You're getting everyone's best shot each year, but you know we're four and one. You know, coming at you know after five games and we're looking pretty good but the what people don't see under the current is we've got some problems going on in Tampa Bay we're covering them with our explosive offense and Tom Brady but defensively our secondaries especially cornerbacks has been decimated and the most petty thing that happened this season which it honestly I'm telling you it was going to guarantee us getting another Super Bowl was when New England decided to not cut Gilmore at cornerback and traded him to the Panthers because the rumors were that he was going to get cut. We already know he was going to come on down to Tampa and fill these holes that we had in secondary. Um, We ended up having to kind of take a consolation prize and get Richard Sherman, who the consummate pro, but we all know he is not the Richard Sherman from the Legion of Boom. And um, we're, we're, we're kind of reeling right now. It seems like every game's going to have to be a, sh- a shootout because teams know they can't run on us, but they'll go, you know, four, three, four, five wide receivers on us, spread us out, and just try to pick apart our like third string cornerbacks that are out there. Um, we're really, I think what we are in the mode of right now is just make it to the playoffs and get healthy. So I think, you know, we got four wins now. I think the the thought is you probably need close to 11 wins to get in the playoffs. So I I think you're going to start seeing us doing a lot of load management, trying to, you know, make sure we get just enough wins to get in. But I don't think you see us looking for home field advantage or any of that stuff. Like we, we are a team that if we get to the playoffs and we're not healthy, we don't have a chance. So we have to get to the playoffs just like last year where we are healthy enough. We will start playing our, our best ball to kind of the last quarter of the season. But if we, if we don't get our guys healthy, honestly, I don't, I don't, I don't see us coming out of the NFC. It, it's tough to say that, but there's some really good teams playing some good ball right now. I, you know, I look at the Rams, I look at even what Dallas is doing, if they can keep Dak healthy. 
it, you know, it'll be tough to get out of the NFC if we're not healthy. Um, and, and I got to say, you know, Bill Belichick, Robert Kraft, like that was it. I, as petty as I am, that was probably the most petty move I've seen in a long time in the NFL because, you, you and I know, Jamal, if we had got Stephen Gil, you know, Stephon Gilmore on as a cornerback to, to lock down one side and tie both scheme, it was going to be a wrap. Like, you could have pretty much handed us the championship. But right now we've got, I think, three cornerbacks out. We got Gronk out with some real problems. You know, we got we got some problems right now, bro. <laughs> and we, we're to- eking out some wins. Like, we're skating by on some wins recently. Man, I, I, I tell you what, man, it, it's so funny. That whole saying that rich keep getting richer. And when things don't go their way, they they whining <laughs> about it. Man, let me tell you, you guys got the y'all, y'all, y'all won the lottery 10 times over already by just simply getting Tom Brady. And I, I you, you know what? And I don't blame him. I, I'll be Mr. Shady Man too over there. I, I'll be around there now. Y'all ain't getting no more, okay? <laughs> no more. It, it, it stops. But what I will say, I think you're dead on. I, I think you hit it right on the head with, you know, where the um, where the kind of soft spot is is at at cornerback. And but he, here's the thing, man. Like I, I, I think where you guys have a, a better fighting chance than some of these better teams record-wise and, and youth-wise, y'all have the experience. Y'all have not only the the regular season experience, but Tom Brady, this is why that move was so genius. Tom Brady isn't just uh, a quarterback. He's a field general from on, on and off the field. And the reason why I bring that up is because Tom Brady is teaching these young guys how to be youthful that fountain of youth, he is sharing that shit. If you did a side-by-side comparison to Tom Brady and a 30-year-old quarterback, you would think that 30-year-old quarterback is 45 and Tom Brady is around here at 40. What is he, 42? I mean, yeah, he's, he's up there, man. I mean, I, why are we talking about this man age? Let him play quarterback. I, 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 but I say that. <laughs> the, the, hey, when they say age ain't nothing but a number, there, that, there, there's, there's, we got to put context around that. That's partly true. But like where age helps you guys out tremendously is that that key position at quarterback. Tom Brady has forgotten more football than these guys have learned his opponents and where that's going to come into play is in the postseason where it really matters. You guys not only have the players offense and defensively. Yeah, you guys are long, uh, long in the tooth at cornerback and that's secondary, but that's all right. You guys have a front office and a head coach that work in unison. You guys got one of the best defensive coordinators in the game that technically should be a head coach, but we ain't going there. So I, I, I say that, and you know, I sound like a damn Buccaneers fan, and I can't stand it. I like it. I like it. I love it. But I will say this, Mike, the state of the franchise for me as it relates to the Buccaneers is this. Consistency as their identity is whatever it needs to be to win the game that week. So I've seen you guys beat the dog brace off teams, and I've seen that you guys narrowly win against uh, the New England Patriots, because not because the Patriots, oh, they're dominating the Bucs or anything like that. At no point in that game was in that game were you guys concerned. 
at all. And yeah. I mean yeah. that. Yeah, even though the score was what 19 to 17. Yeah. Don't yeah. be misled by the ESPN stats and the and the and the highlights of the game. Watch the whole game. The Buccaneers are designed to be whatever they need to be to win the game week to week. And the team that y'all, the one loss that you guys have is against the Rams. And guess what? The Rams lost to Arizona. They got the dog breaks beat off them. You guys are smart enough to know that when you face the Rams, if you face them in the postseason, y'all know how to beat them now. And and it's a very good point. And I think um, if you're not really a fan of football or watch schemes, you don't understand that Tampa Bay actually morphs its scheme throughout the season. And what I say is during the regular season, especially early in the season, you'll see us spread teams out more and throw the air the ball out, right? As we get closer to playoff football, as we're trying to get healthy, if you remember our playoff run last year, we played bully ball. You know what I'm saying? We play, We we didn't really run Leonard Fournette that much in regular season. And you almost heard him complaining a little bit about his usage, right? But then when you got to the postseason, everyone got a heavy dose of Leonard Fournette and a heavy dose of that, you know, two tight end sets and heavy sets, right? Now, when the game dictated it or it was, you know, uh, two-minute warnings or a two-minute offense, yeah, we spread people out during the playoffs during then. But most of our playoff run was bully ball, and it was um, limiting the, the number of offensive possessions the other team got because our defense was playing so good that if they stopped you one or two times, you were only going to get maybe eight possessions the whole game. You know what I'm saying? So that really puts a lot of pressure on another team's offense to produce points because you're not going to get many opportunities. But in the regular season, you'll see us. We'll we'll throw it around. You know, we'll have, you know, 30 passes in a game or 40 passes in a game or whatnot. You know, we've got all these weapons. Uh, I mean, you even see, right, like the last few weeks, you know, even on your fantasy team, A.B. has been going bananas, right? We still got Chris Godwin. I mean, we, we've we got some players, you know, where we can kind of spread the ball around, just hit the open guy. But I guarantee you, as that weather starts getting cooler, you're going to see them bullies start showing back up if we're healthy. See, and, and you know what I like about that brand of football is that, <clears throat> you know, when you think about, you know, teams, how they win, you know, you typically don't see teams that, have multiple ways that they can win. You know, if you're a team that is a passing team, your weak your 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 weaker attribute is probably the run game. If you have those teams that emphasize the run game and that's what they do great, they're probably a little weak at, at receiving. And I say this about the Bucks, they're you have to be careful with the Bucks because they're one of the teams that are designed so differently from the rest of the league that they can win with defense. They can win on offense by passing the ball. And like you said, Tom Brady, I, I, I went and checked this stat. I completely forgot it. Forgive me. But I think he leads the league in touchdown receptions and touchdown throws, excuse me. And, and when you look at your three oldest players on that team and, uh, and speaking to that low management, what you're saying, they can afford to keep Gronk out. Gronk, if he needed to, he could be out there playing. They don't need him to play right now. A.B. and the connection that Tom Brady had is ridiculous. Uh, A.B., I think, had on a season, 
has eight touchdowns. He's got he's got a lot, dude. He's got like he's, eight he, touchdowns. He's got a lot of touch, yeah, like he's five all weeks of football, and nobody's talking about him. And nobody's talking about stuff. AB this year. Yeah, and and, and so the, the this is this is the the state of the the Bucks. But I have to say, this is what pisses me off about San Francisco. To your point, Mike, and I didn't even think about that. And you're, I, I believe you're absolutely right. If Tom Brady goes to the 49ers, he is convincing that that organization, you got to get me AB. Have you heard any bad shit about AB? Has AB gotten in trouble? Tom Brady has this masterful way of making everybody better. And not just the players on the field, but making you better as a head coach, making you better as a front office. That is a one in a generational fine. And we were too stupid to do it. Go Bucks. I love it. I love it. So, I mean, honestly, bro, that's the state of the Bucks. Our, our season, it, it, I, I'm, I am not as strong as I was last year when I said it's, it's Super Bowl or bust. Um, I think a couple of things have to bounce our way. We've got to get healthy in the, in the secondary. Um, to, 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 I think, really, really make this run. And we've got to get healthy. We, we've got to get healthy across the board. Um, and, and quite honestly, I think because of, you know, when the playoff season is, the weather plays a big, a big role, right? If we're playing these cold weather teams in the playoffs, it's, it's got a bully ball wins. You can't count on slinging the ball all over the place, right? So, it, it, some of the some of it's going to be matchups. I think we we fare well better against teams like a Green Bay or what have you than maybe going to a dome in Arizona or you know the Rams or what have you. I think um, you know I think the Saints are still trying to figure it out. So I, personally, this year I feel like in the NFC the the Super Bowl probably goes through the Cardinals or the Rams, and it's it's tough saying that you know given that we're the defending champs, but as of today, they're healthier than we are and they're, they're playing some really good ball out there. So my, my, my hope is that, you know, within your division, you guys kind of beat beat each other up and kind of soften each other up. (laughs) So that come playoff time is, you know, it's a little bit easier for us, but right now, man, the name of the game for the bucks is try to eke out a few more wins, maybe get you to about 11 wins that get you in the playoffs and get healthy, bro. Get healthy. If you see us struggling to get to 11 wins and we're not healthy, I think the wheels might start falling off. That's a good assessment. Yeah. And, 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 and Mike, I, I'll say this. I'm, I, I know the record suggests otherwise, but um, I'm going to supplement the, uh, the, the Cowboys for Arizona for the simple fact of this. I, I think for some reason or another, you know, any I, I think the inexperience of um, of Arizona may come into play. Um, and I know the record; they're, they're the only uh, undefeated team in the league right now. But man, the Cowboys, man, they kind of remind me of, of a mini Tampa, a younger mini Tampa. Um, yeah. So we'll the, see. The cow, the Cowboys make me a little bit nervous. My thing with the Cowboys, why I'm not ready to go all in on them, is you can't trust. You can't really trust the coaching staff, right? You got Ezekiel Elliott, 
And there are games they should be feeding this man the ball, and he may get five, six touches, right, or nine touches. But then they come back the next week and they they feature him, and they you know so it's it's one of those things. And the other thing is they go as Dak Prescott goes, right? And Jerry Jones, man, you you know you dodged the bullet with that one because if y'all didn't pay, if you don't pay that man, yeah, like that one, that one was a tough one for me, and to see Dak come from his injury and play the way he's playing. I don't, I don't understand. Like, I'm, okay. I'm going to just go ahead and say it. If Aaron Rodgers had had that same injury, Aaron Rodgers would have still got top notch dollar, you know, on a contract extension because he's Aaron Rodgers. And I get, he may have accomplished more, but Dak Prescott looks like a top five QB in this league. And we all know this is a QB driven league. If you don't have, a bona fide quarterback that is in step with that offensive coordinator, which they are, you know, that kid, that Keller Moore, like he, to be as young as he is as an offensive coordinator is really impressive. Um, yeah. I, I think Jerry Jones, this one might just lucked out for him. Cause I, I can't see how he, you know, masterminded this, but he's been doing this far longer than I have. Um, but yeah, Dal- Dallas, it's almost like we're waiting for Dallas to be Dallas. You know what I'm saying? It's like we're waiting for them to go ahead and trip over themselves because we see this almost every year where they they tease us with how good they could be, and then something happens, and you're like, oh, yeah, there goes Dallas again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So it's going to remain to be seen, sports family. We're going to have to keep our eyes pretty much what I hear on the on the NFC. So we got, again, you know, the Buccaneers. I got to go with them first because representing that for Mike, we got in no particular order from here on out, the Cowboys, we got the Rams, we got the Arizona. And Mike, I'll just, just out of respect for, I know how good overall Seattle is. I won't, I'm going to leave them in a, like a wild card kind of destination because once Russell gets back, all they need to win is just a few more games. If they go 50% from – oh, never mind. I forgot that because I think they are also two and three. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> never mind. Yeah. But we'll still yeah. keep them in a wild card kind of bubble right now. <laughs> um, but, yeah. And then when I'm probably going to go off on a tangent. It almost feels unfair. Like, I feel like there's almost three teams in the NFC West and three teams in the NFC South that could make the playoffs and you almost don't need the NFC with, with East or whatever. Like, you know, Dallas, Dallas is, is decent, but come on. The giants, absolute trash. The Vikings, I don't even know what the hell's going on up there. Dalvin cook has been hurt. Like it, it it's, it's almost, you know, the Washington football team, you know, like that. I mean, come on, like, is anybody really scared of them? You may be scared of one player on that team. Um, so, I, you know, it just feels like somebody from that division is going to get in the playoffs at like eight and eight or, you know, nine. And, you know, so, so it's just it, it feels like we should be able to erase them and, and, and <laughs> throw in an actual real football team so we have good playoffs. True that. True that. Well, Mike, is that your bow on it? That's my bow on it, man. Just – Watch you keep your eyes, see if we can, you know, eke out a few more wins while trying to load management some of our veterans. And uh, I tell you, if we can get healthy by 
by the end of the season, when bully ball starts, we're in good shape. But we may have to come back to this episode where I said it was the Gilmore trade from New England to the to the Panthers, whether the Panthers make the playoffs or not. That could be what stopped us from repeating. Mm. Inquiring minds do want to know. <laughs> That's it, sports family. That's the state of the Buccaneers franchise. It's a wrap. Peace.